Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News for 6-20-2019. This is my daily news that Plants Crave and Anchor's number one gaming news podcast. I'm Anthony, and I'll be your host today. With that being said, let's jump into the news. First is from GameSpot and written by Steve Watts. Bloodstain Ritual of the Night will get multiplayer eventually. If you've picked up Bloodstain Ritual of the Night, you may be surprised at the absence of an advertised feature. Multiplayer isn't included in the game yet, but it is still on the way according to the publisher. But the Xbox Store and PlayStation Store list the game as having multi multiplayer for up to two people, matching a stretch goal achieved in the initial Kickstarter pitch. Steam and Nintendo both list it as single player only. For the time being, it is only single player. Multiplayer is coming as one of several free updates per a launch press release from 505 Games. Online and local co-op and versus modes are listed alongside other post-launch updates that will add roguelike mode, boss rush, chaos mode, and nightmare difficulty. Bloodstained is billed as an Igavania after its creator, Koji Igrashi. It was conceived as a modernized homage to classic Castlevania games like Symphony of the Night from Igarashi. But rather than a family of vampire hunters setting out to stop Dracula, this one focuses on an alchemy-enhanced girl named Miriam fighting against demons in a castle. So, yeah, it's gonna get it. Just you hold those horses. Second is from IGN and written by Hope Corrigan. EA defends loot boxes, calls them surprise mechanics. EA has defended the company's use of randomized purchases, saying that they aren't actually loot boxes, but simply surprise mechanics. PC Games and reports that during an oral evidence session with the UK Parliament's Digital Culture, Media, and Sport Committee, EA's VP of Legal and Government Affairs, Kerry Hopkins, made the statement, Hopkins not only termed purchases with a random result as surprise mechanics, but also likened them to children's toys like Kinder Surprise Eggs or Hatchimals. Hopkins then went on to speak as the... As to the ethics of such purchases, when questioned by Scottish National Party MP Brand Brandon O'Hara, we do think the way that we have implemented these kinds of mechanics and FIFA, of course, is our big one. Our FIFA Ultimate Team and our packs is actually quite ethical and quite fun, quite enjoyable to people, Hopkins said. We do agree with the UK Gambling Commission, the Australian Gambling Commission, and many other gambling commissions that they aren't gambling. And we also disagree that there's evidence that shows it leads to gambling, she added. Instead, we think it's like many other products that people enjoy in a healthy way, and like the element of surprise. No matter what you call them, loot boxes have been a big issue with many countries making decisions about their legality in recent years. Dutch and Belgium regula regulators recently joined the Netherlands declaring some loot boxes illegal, which even saw companies like Nintendo remove games from the Belgium mobile market. EA commented on Belgium's decision during the session saying, They decided, the regulator, not the courts, decided that under their local law, these mechanics under certain circumstances violate the law this is the dumbest thing in the world if you're going to get rid of loot boxes in games and you're going to go at it this way you got to go after every trading card game ever made Yu-Gi-Oh, pokemon anything anything that involves some sort of surprise you got to get rid of it you got to get rid of it. you can't just do it on video games not have it all across the board this is so stupid so stupid third is from ign and written by matt perslow cyberpunk 2077 could get witcher style expansion dlc CD Projekt Red is considering the possibility of producing expansion packs for Cyberpunk 2077, akin to how The Witcher 3 was greatly expanded with the Hearts of Stone and Blood and Wine DLC. Talking to Prima Games UI coordinator Alvin Louie, 
said, we are talking about expansions in the future. We want to make sure everything's complete, but we also want to build open worlds, he explained. I know when I was playing The Witcher 3 and I finished everything, I still want to know what everyone was up to. I think we're going to have opportunities like that as well for Cyberpunk 2077. The Witcher 3 is notable for having a distinctively old-school approach to post-launch content. Rather than branding the follow-up story chapters as DLC, CD Projekt Red called them expansions, bringing to mind the big add-on campaigns that PC games frequently use to receive. They are worthy of the association, too. Rather than a small handful of missions, The Witcher 3's DLC are game-sized campaigns in their own right, Blood & Wine especially. Lou points out that while CD Projekt Red is talking about future expansions, it should not be assumed that the main game will be similar because of it. We're not withholding content. We're not withholding story for the future to try to, you know, monetize or sell it in pieces or anything like that, he said. You're going to get the whole full value game here. Of course, they're going to have DLC for this game, people. You're insane if you think otherwise. Of course, they're going to have it now. Get all up on that anchor ad coming now all right fourth is from GameSpot, written by phil hornshaw it's a bit of a read so bear with us destiny 2 shadow keep makes another big change to bright dust and eververse destiny 2's eververse story has caused some derision since the game's release almost two years ago most of the items in the premium currency shop which includes cosmetic items you can purchase with real money can be earned by playing but the most efficient way to get many of them was to take part in a convoluted scheme of spending money and converting in-game currencies starting in september though that will no longer be the case while changes have been made to eververse before bungie is planning a significant overhaul to how it works and how the bright dust currency is acquired and spent in a new post on the Bungie blog, game director Luke Smith detailed how the developer intends to change the Eververse store, starting on September 17th with the release of the game's next expansion, Shadow Keep. One significant change deals with Bright Dust, one of the currencies used in the Eververse store, which you can earn as you play. Because of the way the Eververse store is set up, some items are purchased with silver, the premium currency you purchase with real money, and others with Bright Dust. As Smith details in the blog, the best way to get Bright Dust right now is to buy items in the Eververse store and dismantle them, which gives you Bright Dust in return, which you can then spend on new stuff in the store. The results in, or This results in players spending money on stuff they don't want so they can potentially unlock stuff that they do. Bungie doesn't want that. So starting with Shadowkeep, Bright Dust will stop coming from Eververse items. Instead, it'll only be a currency you earn in-game for playing. You'll still spend your Bright Dust in the Eververse store on cosmetic items, but the difference is you won't have the incentive to spend money on silver to get Bright Dust to unlock the items you want. You also will no longer have to spend Bright Dust to regain items you previously purchased. As it stands now, reclaiming Eververse items from your collections, the big database of everything you've unlocked in the game, requires Bright Dust. That won't be the case going forward. You'll instead rebuy your previously unlocked gear with Legendary Shards and Glimmer, the currencies you earn as you play. Another change comes with some of the items you can buy at Eververse. The store's current version of cosmetic armor pieces, which you earn in-game for random drops or purchase with Bright Dust, is going away, and that'll make it easier to get spiffy premium clothes for your Guardian. Right now, Eververse armor includes various perks, just like armor you earn in-game, but as Smith noted, Bungie has worked to make Eververse armor perks kind of, well, bad. That's to avoid a pay-to-win system, where if you were willing to put up real cash, you could unlock better armor than other players earn just for playing. As a result, a lot of the armor in the Eververse store gets ignored. Starting in September, Eververse armor will instead get changed to ornaments or items that alter the look of other items. When you get an Eververse armor ornament in Shadowkeep, it will just change the look of the existing armor you're already using. You'll keep the perks and mods of the armor you get for playing while transforming its appearance to that of the Eververse item. 
Those changes fit with a recent overhaul to the Eververse story that came with Destiny 2's last content update. This season of Opalence, Bungie changed the store to offer a more one-off items for purchase with both silver and bright dust, streamlining the process of buying the things you want and lessening the game's reliance on bright engrams, which are a bit of which are a bit like loot boxes. It sounds like the changing coming in September will further separate silver and bright dust items, so there's less overlap between them. That should make bright dust items a lot easier to earn just by playing while making real money purchases a bigger part in acquiring premium cosmetic items. To be honest, I could care less about Bungie. I could care less about Destiny. I thought this was cool and should probably be noted in news. Last is from IGN and written by Matt Perslow. Harry Potter Wizards Unite now available. Harry Potter Wizards Unite has exited its beta phase and is now available to download on Android and iOS devices in select regions. That means the game has unlocked a day ahead of schedule. Earlier this week, developer Niantic announced that Harry Potter Wizards Unite would be released on Friday, June 21st, but it appears that the game is already available for many users. So if you're playing it, good up on you. Have fun. Enjoy it. Go uh, do Harry Potter themes. Catch the beans. And that is the news for today. Thank you for listening and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast app we use to record the show. If you would like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us for the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 per month. Find us on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds, Instagram at dadsbeardsnerdspodcast, Twitch at dadsbeardsnerds, or if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, find that link in our Twitter bio or in the show notes of every show that we do. Until next time, I'm Anthony. I look forward to making more content for you.